0: actress, model, and influencer Pamela Jean Noble loved being on magazine covers and getting attention for her beauty and her fit body. Well, today, her greatest happiness comes from spending time with just two men, her husband and her toddler son. She joins us today to talk about motherhood and how that has changed her life. Welcome to the moms for America podcast. Each week, special guests tackle the issues facing the moms of America today. Discussions include personal stories and advice on how moms can build a strong foundation of faith, family and freedom in their homes and country. Well, hello, moms. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Debbie Carlides, your host, and um, it's always a pleasure and an honor to take some time out and chat with you. Uh, We've got another great show happening today with Pamela. You're going to love her story. But right here on the top of the podcast, I always want to invite our moms to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. Uh, We also just want to remind you that if you want to leave a review or a comment, that all helps with our publication. We do tend to get censored. So mamas, please help us by sharing our podcast. Also, uh, if you are not a part of our sisterhood, our tribe, Moms for America, I would like to invite you personally to join the movement at Moms for America. We are moms uniting all across the country for faith, family, freedom in the Constitution. So please check us out at momsforamerica.us and join the movement. Uh, We have incredible resources for you moms, and uh, we're here to support you. Also, if you have an idea or a topic for the podcast, would you please email me at podcast at momsforamerica.net. I would love to hear from you and get your input and any suggestions and feedback. So thanks, mom. Please uh, do that as well. Well, already on to today's program. Pamela Jean Noble has been an actress and a model in Hollywood since her childhood. As a stunning beauty, she was a sought-after model for swimwear, fitness, and fashion events. She also appeared in television and entertainment projects. But then, yep, then it happened. She became a mother. And we know what happens when we become mamas, right? (laughs) Our world changes. So uh, I'm excited to let Pamela tell us all about her story and fill in the blanks as she joins us today. Well, welcome, Pamela, to the Moms for America podcast. We're so glad to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, her great things about you as an influencer, your testimony, being a mama, all the things that you've done and where God has taken you. So I'm excited to get into the interview um, because it's stories like you that inspire moms all across the country to, um, you know, do things differently, look at things differently, uh, be an influencer. I love that. But Mm -hmm. real quick, tell me a little bit about the family, the husband, your son, give me some information on, on your tribe over there. Yeah, so
1: my husband and I got married in 2019, but we actually met because of a reality TV show oh. in the Bahamas in 2015. Um and we have our little boy Aiden, he just turned 3. And two dogs and a cat. So it's just crazy <laughs> chaos here, 24-7.
0: <laughs> fun times, fun yeah. times.
1: <laughs> and construction going on, you know? Oh. So we're just, we're adding, we're right. just piling the chaos.
0: <laughs> That's how it goes, right? That's how mm-hmm. it goes. Um, I love this. So you guys, you and your husband, can you tell that story? Is that, is that, a, is that, a, of interest that sounds so interesting (laughs) yeah so
1: um we met on bravo's below deck so it's a show on bravo tv um and i was actually if anybody's seen the show it's basically about charter guests that come on and then the crew of the deck um but i was with my people i guess you could say on the yacht and we were getting off and my husband was the next charter So we were not supposed to meet. I was like a last minute add-on with my group and he had flown in a day early. So completely, obviously God's plan there because neither one of us technically were supposed to be there. Um, And we got very lucky because other blow decks are filmed in places where there's tons of hotels, tons of places you can go. Our hotel that we are the resort in the island that we were on had one hotel, one pool, one pool bar. So where did you go in between, you know, getting off when him before he got on was the pool. And so we met in passing and talked for like 12 hours straight. And um, we met three more times in different cities because he was from Indiana and I was from California. So three weekends in a row. And then a month later, he moved out to California. And we've lived together ever since.
0: <laughs> wow. Quite the yeah. story. And look at yeah. uh, look at you've got your own family together now. <laughs> That's great. I Unexpected. always tell people it
1: was either a fairy tale or a serial killer. I didn't know which way it was going to go until obviously. We're here and I haven't died. So, you know, good for me that I made the right choice on intuition there.
0: I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad it worked out. All right. So great opening here. So let's talk about your background because um, you grew up in California. Um, You know, you were kind of on a journey in the industry and uh, love to just kind of get you know, what your childhood was like and how you ended up being, um, you know, in the industry of modeling and uh, acting and all these fun things that you did um, in California.
1: Yeah, I mean, I started acting when I was really young. Um, I always went to regular school, though, which is actually kind of like a no-no in the entertainment industry. You normally go and either get like homeschooled or GED. That way you can kind of leave whenever you want. And so, um, I chose, and I thought education was really important, even at a young age. So there was a lot of times I could only do so many acting roles at one point in a year, because if I missed too much school, I could get Mm -hmm. held back. Um, so yeah, I started acting really young. I never thought I could do modeling. Never thought I was, you know, pretty enough or any of those things. And I actually tried to get a modeling agent multiple times. I never did. And I was on a music video um, and uh, doing a music video and a makeup artist had done my makeup and taken my picture. And apparently she had put it in her portfolio because makeup artists have to have a portfolio to like show the work they've done. And she said, people were always asking about my picture And so she's actually the one who set up my very first shoot, like got a photographer, got, you know, the wardrobe, the hairstylist, all these things like went above and beyond to like do this basically and get me launched. Um, and then my very next shoot after that was for a magazine that was like really well known. So it just went from like zero to 100 very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I was real. I'm really grateful for the experiences. I think it's taught me a lot. Um, however, <laughs> obviously looking back, I wish that um, you know I would have had more people around me like I do now, saying you know you don't need to do this or like it doesn't you know fame may not be what you want. I don't know, just different. Uh, I guess giving me different realizations or different like options of what life could be, because uh, I think that I only had people surrounding me that were in the entertainment industry. Right. So everybody wants that. Everybody wants the next job. And I think if I had different individuals around me, then uh, I may not have done certain jobs that I did. However, I also believe that everything is in God's plan, right? So I think that had it not been for what I did and what I, um, my previous jobs, then I would have never met my husband. I would have never been able to be on that reality TV show because I probably wouldn't have been acting anymore. So I think it's a testimony to God that like, don't always judge a book by its cover (laughs) because I know I get it all the time Um, for people, you know, Macy, I never did just to put it out there. I never did anything like nude or anything like that, but I did bikini shots. And um, I think that there's people who see that and they don't think that you can have like a transformation or your heart can be changed or you can be conservative. And it's just not the case. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of that actually has taken me to dressing more modestly and wanting, you know, if I have a daughter to make sure I'm telling her things because like, to be honest, my parents never told me no. So I think that it's a, it's a good story all around because it taught me things on how I would want to parent and, um, has changed my outlook on life and, and parenting and, and basically everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Our journey, wherever it takes us, uh, either we learn for it, learn from it or, or unfortunately we don't. So I love mm-hmm. that, you know, you now, if, you know, if you were a swimsuit model and you, you know, did different things in, in back in the day you know you've become you've grown into a different woman now you know God's been a part of your life now was was faith a part of you growing up how did you get to how did faith become a part of your life and then we'll get into a little bit about Hollywood
1: yeah so um I, my parents actually put me in a kindergarten through eighth grade Christian private school however, they didn't go to church on Sundays, okay. right? So it's kind of one of those things, like you're being told to do all these things, but like my parents aren't doing them. So it's not really making me think, oh, well, I need to be going to church on Sunday. So it seemed like after eighth grade graduation, going into high school and I went to public high school, it just kind of left because there was nobody feeding it into me. Nobody saying we need to go to church or right. we need to read the Bible. Um, So when I had my son, it was actually really like perfect God's timing because I had told my husband one day, I literally just turned to him and I said, I really think that we should start going to church and like we should have Aiden like
0: raised up going to church. And he Things looked at change me change when saying, you're a mom, right? When you start, yeah, you start exactly. thinking about everything.
1: Yeah, and he had turned to me and said, actually, I had been thinking the same thing and I didn't know mm-hmm. how to bring it up to you. So it was so amazing that we both had this same thought and um we found this amazing church um near us obviously we just moved so it's not quite near us anymore but uh Calvary Chapel Chino Hills and their pastor oh, is man. absolutely incredible and so we've just been so blessed that we've met so many families and so many like lifelong friends there that we have grown over the years with and um we we've even said like we're going to go back to California Every once in a while, just to go to church because that's how much we love that church. Um, But it's just been a game changer for me. I mean, I read the Bible every morning. I do a devotional every morning. Mm. um, I make sure I have my prayer time and we pray with our son before we put him down for a nap. So it's just something that now we need to make sure going forward, our son does with his kids and really keeps it going to each generation after
0: Absolutely. That is the foundation. I was mm-hmm. speaking some recently I said, Debbie, what would you suggest, you know, as we look at a, America and the crisis at we I'm like, every family needs to get in church. Mm-hmm. That's really it. We need to have a foundation of faith. So we have a, a springboard. We have hope. We have Christ in our lives, if we can get our families firmed up that America and our children, everything else is after that. So congratulations to you on your journey with the Lord and what you're doing and speaking out. This is it. This is what it all matters when we raise our kids. Um, so super good. Um, let's get back to Hollywood a little bit um, mm-hmm. before we get into what you're doing now. Um, and, and a lot of people wonder uh, with Hollywood, the glamorous side of it is, and and you were obviously as a fashion model, did you run across the um um I guess the perils of it or the dark side of Hollywood affecting you personally? And I, I say that because so many of our young girls that are listening right now or moms can have their young girls listen, is the influence of mm-hmm. all the social media and the glamour and you know, the risque um fashion that our girls mm-hmm. are being encouraged to do now. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think that. Like I said, it becomes very easy. You know, you are who you hang out with. You're, if you're hanging around people who go to church, you're going to want to go to church. Um, I have seen multiple things in the industry. Um, One of them is everything in Hollywood, for the most part. I'm not going to single every single person out, but for the most part is what can you do for me? And if you can't do something for that person, they're not interested. Like I would say friendships, are truly tested um and i've had so many people who i thought we were genuine friends and then realized it was like used to either benefit them or there i've even been at um red carpet events and you know it's like well what's your following and if you don't have enough high enough following then it's like you're not in the same tier as them you know so there's just it's not genuine by any means and um superficial completely superficial and and not authentic and i think the other thing is you see these people with this lifestyle and also half of them are not happy number 1 also another section of them have done things to get to where they are mm-hmm. that if you had known what they had done you may not want to be in their shoes at all because I have been in, you know, those casting rooms where all of a sudden it's like, well, we can go out to dinner after this and we can talk about it. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. Like, (laughs) I don't need the job that bad. You know what I mean? Um, And so, but a lot of people, you know, you hear people talk about it, but a lot of people are like, no, that doesn't happen. And it's like, absolutely it happens. It may not happen for everything, but it does. And, you know, I at least can say I've never done anything against my morals, even if they weren't the morals that I have today. Today, the morals I have, I have never done anything in the past to move myself forward in the industry to get a job easier. And that is something that I'm actually very proud of because I could have taken the easy way out many times and I'm sure my career would have been bigger, but um, I'm, I'm happy that I can say that at this point.
0: Yeah. A lot of manipulation, whether it is in the industry, literally, or just even on social Mm -hmm. media. Um, I'd love to just have you kind of, um, Talk to some of the girls right now with the pressures of social media and with the pressures of uh, the hypersexualization for our girls that are growing up in it, or to the moms, what they could say to the girls and just offer some advice. Because you were in an industry that was very competitive and really was based on, on being sexy a bit. Clearly, right? And and yeah, what do we do with that now? What do we do with this generation? Because it's it's not even like swimsuit models and what it used to be. It's like everything now. Our girls have to compete with this sexualized culture. Yeah, I mean,
1: and it's even weird for me now looking back because I feel like obviously, like I said, I've been swimsuit modeling, things like that. But at 14, I was still playing with Barbies. And now I see like girls wearing crop tops at like the mall at 14 and like yeah. full face of makeup. And I'm like, what is happening? Um, but I think the thing would be for the mothers to say, like, just remember, like, once you're grown up, like there's no going back, you know? So you want to grow up so bad, but once you're there and you realize like, it's not all fun and games, it's bills, it's work, it's, you know, cleaning the house, it's laundry. Um, you're going to wish that you had like relished more in the moments of like just being with your friends and being with your family and not having so many responsibilities, but then also going back to the word and like what God says about it, because like, once again, I think if that was done to me, when I was younger, I would have had a completely different outlook on, on things. Um, and just realizing on social media nowadays, because I think Same thing as what I said before. Like, I think people know, but they don't. And it really needs to be explained better. Social media is forever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can delete an image, but that doesn't mean it's deleted if somebody Googles your name later. So I think it's really important for like parents to be teaching their daughters and their sons, to be quite honest. Don't just put something up because you think it's funny, or don't just put, you know, up a picture of yourself that maybe you think you look Sexy, and you're trying to get some boy. I don't know what age frame we're talking here, but like that is forever. And let's say you want to be a lawyer someday, a politician, you know, all these different things, everything can affect you. And it's so sad that we have to teach our kids this now because they can't just be kids anymore. But in my opinion you know a keep them off social media as long as possible or even control their accounts where if they want to post something you can post it for them would be actually my number one opinion if you know aiden wants an account one day to me i would rather say okay well i'll post whatever story you want for you or i'll post that picture but you're not going to just have access to this Mm -hmm. account 24 7 because the bigger thing I mean, obviously sexualization is a huge thing, but the bigger thing is there's tons of people targeting our children nowadays and things could be happening in those DMS that you might never, ever find out about. And that would be the most terrible thing is if one day something happened to your child because they went and met up with somebody that you had no clue. And it could have been prevented in the first place Is my like number one opinion.
0: I know it's not safe. It is not Mm -hmm. safe. Um, you as a mom, um, I know you've just referred to it in the beginning of the interview but how has that just changed everything about who you are and did you ever um picture it to, to be trans- transforming transformational experience for you yeah
1: i mean i always so in my, i always thought i was going to have children and still continue acting um and then i became conservative and that's kind of seems like it's uh not gonna happen anymore because like what agency is even gonna represent me <laughs> but
0: well um, you never know you never know because now there's all this right there's a new industry prop popping up here where is wholesome true movies so I wouldn't be surprised but yeah right you can't go back to the old. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's it's very hard with my social media to like try to find an agency because I'm not gonna change who I am in order Good just to get you. an agent. Right. But Um, Number one, it's made me less selfish. You know, obviously my children, my child comes first and I truly try to make him come first. Obviously mommy has to work occasionally and take calls and different things, but you know, he's never had been in daycare. He's never been a day apart from me. Like I don't have a nanny. I don't have anything that probably people are looking at this and thinking like, of course, well, she has all the help in the world. Like, no, it's just my husband and I tackle. And when I have something, you know, my husband's watching him like right now. And when he has something, I take the reins and we're, we're a team. Um, So I think that's been the big thing is, you know, he comes first and there might be things my husband and I want to do, but if it's not feasible or, you know, we would have to have somebody other than family watch him, then well you know, we can't do it. And that's unfortunate, but, um, it is what it is. And obviously what I just said earlier, I don't trust people. So I'm just going (laughs) to leave my child with just anybody. Um, That mama bear is a
0: real thing, isn't it? yes
1: Yeah. Um, I still to this day, people are like, "Just get a babysitter." I'm like, "No, I'm okay, thank you." <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the the number one thing for sure is I'm way less selfish, and I think the things that were my dreams and am- ambitions have completely changed, and it's more for being able to give him experiences, not making him spoiled, no matter how like successful we get, but also you know, bracing him where he knows to give back and we work hard for our money. And, you know, like if we get to go on a cruise or on a vacation, you need to be grateful because that's, you know, mommy and daddy have been blessed to be able to take you somewhere like this. And I think really helping him, you know, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter how young you are. You can always get kids learning to like the the value of money. Cause unfortunately nowadays kids just think they can have whatever they want. Um, we, to this day, take every can and bottle that is ever used in our house and we go turn it in and it goes in our son's bank account because he needs to realize that money means something. And to me, that's going to be the best way to make him not spoiled. Um, so like right now we have two bags, you know, that we need to turn in. But I think that's the big thing is it doesn't matter how successful how much money we ever have. He needs to learn that, you know, you still have to work. And even though he's three, like he knows how to save a bottle. It's not that, that big of a deal, but he also knows to go, him we turn him, yeah, and we turn it in and we take it to the bank and he knows he hands his money over to the bank. And um, you know, one day he'll be grateful because he's it's in an account where he can't touch it till he's 18. And when he has a certain amount of money in there from turning in cans at 18 years old, you know, it could be potentially a down payment for a home because we have it in like one of those accounts where it gets interest or whatever. I don't know, CD account. But um, I think that's the big thing is I've been trying to you know, take in everything that's happened for me and didn't happen for me and make sure my son is getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, when my parents were always working, it wasn't explained to me why they were always working. And that's something I really want my son to understand is like, if mama's working, it's because I'm trying to get us, you know, something so that way he can have a goal that can be attained to like a vacation that we go on every year or something along those those lines where he knows mommy's not just working to ignore him. It's to, you know, give him something as well that mommy needs money for.
0: I think, I think this is one of the things that um, moms uh, have to balance, right? All, all through raising their kids. I say to everybody, you can have it all. You just can't have it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's really where you're at right now. You're in a transition. You've left your career to be a full-time mama, but you're still keeping active, you know, working so we can Mm -hmm. have it all. We just can't have it. And it's going to be different. It's going to be different Mm -hmm. when you have a child and that's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. mom's can handle it. So it's a, it's a different space and a different time, but I love that, that you're just working it out figuring it out.
1: I think that's the big thing is people think you can't have a career and have everything. And to me, like stay at home mom life. I absolutely love that. But I also have, I feel like so much drive and knowledge from my previous experiences that I need to like utilize it in something Mm -hmm. as well as teaching my son. Um, And for me, it just makes sense that you know, if I bring him up with a work ethic, he's going to hopefully have a work ethic. And so that's been you know, a major thing is, and this can be a stay at home mom too, you know, like you have to explain if you have to clean the home, well, mommy needs to clean the home because you need a clean house. And it's those little things that actually get implemented in their heads over time. And I think that's, what's so important is if we're not explaining why we need to do something, Mm -hmm. they just think you're ignoring them. They think you don't want to play with them. And it's not obviously always the case. Sometimes we have things that we have to do as adults, but I think the important thing is explaining to them what it is and they get it. Like they catch way more things than we always give them credit for. And so it's just important to be putting it into terms that they can understand. And then they won't be, you know, questioning why you have to get something done in that moment.
0: Well, they're little sponges Mm -hmm. and we, as moms, right. We are the greatest uh, influencers and mentors um, and they watch us. And that's why we're, that's why we're challenged with this great, you know, career of of uh, this great gift of of teaching and, and raising them. I wanted to go back to the fact that when you said, you know, acting's not going to happen for me because I'm a conservative, you know, now I like to talk a little bit about you. First of all, God's got great things in store for you, whether it is fashion or acting, he's going to work it out. And I know you've got some super cool things on the horizon, but just a little bit about your political views now, and maybe wh- what you used to look at things and how you look at them differently now and kind of that journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely love that. So um, before I was totally that person that's like, whatever somebody like works for them, like as long as it doesn't bother me, then I'm good with it, right? That That was my outlook on everything. I also, to my credit, had no clue what a conservative, a leftist, a liberal, any of that was like four years ago. Um, and then COVID hit and then everything changed. Um, so for me, same thing. If I would have had my parents teaching me, Democrat, Republican, all those different things, I probably would have known more where I lied. Um, but since I didn't know, it was just one of those things, like even for voting time, I wish my parents had told me like, Hey, I know it's just like mark anything down. Like everything actually matters where you, where you place that little bubble. Um, yeah, but now I am super conservative um covid really changed my outlook on life and then having my son on top of it because mm-hmm. i didn't even know when i had my son if until the day before if my husband could be in the room with me when i pushed oh. him out because of the covid policies so crazy. and to me that was like the that was what started the spiral um effect of just like starting to learn and research and my husband sending me podcasts things like that but it was like, you're telling me that my husband can't be in the room? Like mm-hmm. On my first child, I might be pushing out this this child by myself. Absolutely not. That's like, in who, what right mind? Mm-mm. Do you think this is okay? I don't care if he has COVID. Like, my husband will be in the room when I and push my happened? child out. What happened? Thankfully, literally the day before, we found out that, like, the, the hospital said, like, it was okay. But he wasn't allowed to leave. And, um, I ended up myself and, um, him had two different things that happened. So we had to be there for four days. So my husband could not leave the hospital for four days because if he left, he would not be allowed back in. Crazy. So, um, yeah. And so that's just, it just spiraled from there. You know, I think that's how everybody kind of, right. it was like it this just...
0: great reveal of like, you know, overstepping and really yes. what's the agenda here and what are you guys saying? You know, I mean. So many sad stories, so many challenging stories during that COVID with people that were hospitalized, having children, sick, treatments, just terrible.
1: Yeah. So it just, I think, um, you know, I started listening to like, you know, Ben Shapiro and Glenn Beck and Matt Walsh is like probably one of my favorites. But, Mm -hmm. you know, listening to these people who really opened my eyes to certain things where before I would say, oh, well, if it doesn't bother me, and but now I have this child where even if it doesn't bother me, it could affect my child. Mm-hmm. And that was like the really the game changer, you could say, in it all. And, you know, I was in California, obviously, where there's just madness 24-7 with what they're passing. And that was a big reason for a move as well yeah. was, you know, I'm if the time ever comes that my child does need to go into school, I don't need ideas putting into his head where if he says the wrong thing and I disagree, my child could be taken from me. Yeah. So I think that was, you know, there, there's just been like one thing after another that kind of mm-hmm. snowballed. And then my husband's grandma who lives here was not doing well. So we're taking care of her, but the big things were the stuff that was happening with the children. And I just, it was like, whatever happened to like, if you're abusing them, like, I just don't understand how all of a sudden this changes to if you disagree with something, maybe a teacher or a politician agrees with, now your child can be taken, not if you're actually hurting your child. Right. DCFS so,
0: could be at your door questioning your parenting because yes. you're not right. It's, it's, and I think true, isn't it, Pamela, once you start to see it, once the great reveal starts happening and you open up to uh, educating yourself, it's not very hard to find out everything that's happening, but you have to choose to, mm-hmm. um, to see Yeah.
1: I think the big thing is, is not believing what the news tells you, because like, I can talk to my parents and they're like, Oh, well this happened. I'm like, no, because you're watching like (laughs) the view or CNN, like you're getting one side of the story. So as long as you do your own research, you don't just believe what everyone tells you, then you're golden. But it's as soon as I think a lot of the problem is where people aren't revealed is that they just believe every single thing that either the media or someone tells them. And unfortunately, that's just
0: not going to give you the truth 24 seven. And then since the media is taken over by, you know, just the whole liberal agenda, they've got Mm -hmm. all the messaging and it gets really tough. But so much now with your conservative views uh, and activity, you've become an influencer with Turning Point, Correct. Yeah, I'm an ambassador with that. Turning
1: Point. Um, I'm an influencer with Public Square, which I love absolutely that. love. Yeah. And then um an ambassador with uh Patriot Mobile as well. So um all three of them I adore completely. And I'm so grateful that they saw something in myself. Um, especially because I'm a i am I think I I I like to think I'm a little bit different than a lot of their ambassadors. I try to do like Bible verses on my page. And I feel like giving people um i like to say i'm not in your face i like to do it like where so hopefully somebody messaged me saying i really needed that bible verse today thank you so much mm-hmm. which i get a lot of and i think mm-hmm. um the way that i approach it is more of like if i can get somebody over to our side to see like yes i am a conservative but i'm not you know in your face or constantly throwing politics 24/7 and get them to the lord that's more important to me than you know spitting my conservative values 24/7 because I don't want to ever be viewed the the same way the leftists are, where it's like, if you're not in, you're out kind of a thing. Like, no, if I can get them in slowly by seeing myself, then that's a win. So that's kind of more my approach, which I think is a a little bit different than some of the other ambassadors. Well,
0: I love that because we all have, you know, our own calling and our own ways of communicating. And we love it that you're with us here at Moms for America, since you're you're a mama and, you know, conservative moms all across the country. And that's what we're doing, right? We're uniting together to save the culture and, you know, fight for faith, family, freedom, and the constitution. And that's what we try to do too, because we try to educate the moms and talk to them Mm -hmm. on mom issues. And that, it's not Republican or Democrat. I mean, so many mm-hmm. of these things are not partisan issues, you know, they're mom issues. So mm-hmm. we, we do the same. So thanks for joining us here with moms for America. We hope that, you know, you join us on, on your journey and we can help you and share your information. By the way, one of the things moms love is fashion and uh, you have a new venture that's coming up, right? Pretty little Patriot. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us about that one.
1: Yeah, so it's myself, Kendall Bailey, and Lindsey Graham, who's known oh, yeah. as the Patriot Barbie had her on, on
0: too. yeah. Yeah,
1: on Instagram. So we are the three co-founders. And we just saw that it seemed like there was a gap missing in the fashion area. It seemed like there were amazing conservative brands in fashion, but it wasn't where there was a lot of, I hate this word, but diversity in clothing options. Um, or it seemed like it was these brands who obviously were woke and trying to spill the liberal agenda, like you just said, um, into fashion that A, doesn't even need to be there, mm-hmm. but also putting men in women's clothing for modeling. just There was just a huge gap. It was either right. you can't have everything that you want to wear or you can buy from these companies who could care less about you and your values. So we really wanted to start this, the fashion brand where, you know, if you need to go to church, if you have a baby shower coming up, if you have a wedding to go to or a turning point event yeah. that you could go to pretty little Patriot and you would be able to find something feminine and classy and cute and trendy and all these different things that, you know, we really fill the gap on, we believe. And, um, and they're, they're really stinking cute. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did. I did a little bit of, uh, I got the, the Dropbox. I was able to see some of the things that you're releasing and I was like, okay, I wish I could mark these here. So I'm going to be shopping there too. And and they looked very modest, very cute, mm-hmm. very feminine. And I think that's what we've lost. It's like, we've, we've lost just that beautiful flow of femininity in our clothes. And I really thought some of them were super cute. Plus those sparkle, a lot of sparkly stuff too, I saw.
1: Yeah. Like my shirt is a uh, pretty little Patriot. So we tried to like have very unique looking items where, you know, our tagline is fiercely feminine for women by women, because a okay. lot of people also don't know that a lot of the major brands that they could be, you know, ordering from that aren't conservative, actually were made by men. And so that is a whole nother topic where it's like, why are men picking out what is going on in our bodies? That makes zero sense. So that was the, the big thing is, you know, obviously having very feminine things, our emblem is XX. So XX chromosomes only need to be <laughs> buying our clothes and men will never be modeling our clothes. So I think that God. was, you know, the Fair. big thing was trying to <laughs> in, incorporate all of our values, but also what we wanted to see in a brand. And I think that we've truly done it. Good for you. What is that website? So we know. Yeah, it's prettylittlepatriot.com and we are launching September 12th.
0: Okay, oh, I love it. Well, good for you, Pamela. Anything else you'd like to share with our moms that are listening? Uh, Just maybe some words of encouragement from where you are in your space and um, where you are in God's journey in your home and and in motherhood. Just, I always love to have the moms just share closing comments and encouragements for our moms. Yeah, absolutely. So um, number
1: one, if you're having a really hard day, I think you should definitely just stop and pray because I yes. swear every time I've done it, it just changes the world. Um, surprisingly, when um, I definitely think get a devotional and even if it's one of the ones that you have to listen to, because I know sometimes I don't have the time to just That's sit what down I and do read. every day. I listen. Yeah, yes, it's too. A, a game changer. You can, you know, wash your face and listen at the same time. But um, I do that every morning. And when I don't, my son gets up too early and I miss the like daily verse of the day, I will open, as I always make sure I get it done before that. And I I promise you every single time, it's something that's going on in my life. And I'll open that verse and I'll be like, okay, I get it. (laughs) So I think that's number one is pray, get on a devotional. There's going to be tough days. If anybody tells you they're not going to be tough days, they're lying to you. Every single person has it the important thing is not to let it affect the rest of your day. Mm. You know, you can have hard moments, you can have, you know, your child testing you, trust me, I have it all the time, but you need to let it go and you need to move on because you can't let tomorrow affect today and vice versa. Besides that, I think that my I love supporting moms. I love talking to other moms because I had practically no support since I had my child during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody saw us for months. So I love chatting with moms. So if they're gonna be a new mom and they have questions about birth or being pregnant or postpartum, like my DMs are always open and I'm, you know, normally pretty good about getting back to them. If not, if it takes a day. I will always get back to every single one. So if any moms ever want to, you know, reach out or talk or have a mom friend, I'm totally open and I truly want to be like a mom that supports mom. So anything anybody needs, I'm, I'm happy to be that support system.
0: Well, I love it. That's what moms are, right? We just we love to help one another. Mm -hmm. It's a great sisterhood here at Moms America. That's what we do too. We just really come along, moms, and support them in their journey through motherhood. So we were so glad to have you on, Pamela, and give your husband and your son a hug and tell them thanks so much for letting you have a time with us this afternoon. So I know you're busy over there. It looks like you you've moved. You're decorating. You've got. Uh, a fashion line coming out. So, oh my goodness. (laughs) It's it's like I said,
1: it's chaos piled on chaos, but we get it done always as moms.
0: (laughs) That's what we do. Well, God bless you. And thank you so much, Pamela. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, following you and keeping up with your journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Well, thanks again, Pamela, for joining us on the Moms for America podcast. Great story very inspirational. Check her out on social media and also prettylittlepatriot.com. You may want to go shopping there. (laughs) All right, moms, uh, before we wrap up here today, I do want to make sure that I just encourage you once again to stop by our website Uh, momsforamerica.us, sign up for our newsletter, join our movement. Our newsletter is very informative every week. It helps you get educated on issues that relate to you as a mom and connect with us as a community. We have, again, many, many resources, webinars, incredible information from the kitchen table to running for school board. So please, please check out Moms for America. Uh, When you do come by our website, I always ask everyone to check out our signature program, which is called the Cottage Meetings. Uh, We love this Cottage Meeting series. It is 12 lessons that will inspire and educate you about America's heritage and history so you can share the principles of liberty in your home and in your community. We've got to be teaching our kids about America, about our founding fathers, um, about our faith, about our freedom. So check out the Cottage Meeting. This program, again, with all of our other programs, will help you impact your family, your community in a very powerful way. Uh, We say this always, right? It's from the kitchen table to Congress. Moms for America is here for you. Again, that is momsforamerica.us. We say this every week moms, liberty begins at home and that you mama, you are truly the heartbeat of America. You are so, so important. And you are just uh, the greatest influencer and the greatest mentor to your children. Um, next week we will have another inspiring and informative podcast I want to invite you in advance to stop by and please click us and subscribe to our podcasts on all of our formats and all of our video formats as well Uh, we're here every week for you uh, and we so appreciate you checking out moms for America Uh, I will hope to see you next week and moms let's uh, let's keep changing our world one home at a time I'll talk to you soon